Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24:15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series titled Heaven and Hell. And our foundation scriptures are Matthew chapter 25, verse 41, which says, Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. And then Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And if you've been listening, we've been teaching that there are basically two heavens and two hells, and they change from one to the other at specific times. The past paradise and the immediate and present paradise, being heaven, changed at the resurrection of Jesus. And the immediate and present hell and the future and final hell will be changed at the great white throne judgment. And we've been talking about Jesus in hell. Listen to Luke chapter 23, verse 43 in the message version. He said, don't worry, I will. Today you will join me in paradise. Taking it from where we left off yesterday, Jesus and the two criminals are in hell. The one called Sheol in the Hebrew and Hades in the Greek. The jail, so to speak, until the resurrection of Christ for some and the great white throne judgment for others. However, there are two sides separated by a great impassable gulf, the place of torments and flames and the place of comfort being paradise. The first criminal was on the torment side and Jesus and the second criminal are on the comfort side, also known as Abraham's bosom. Well, what happens next? If you remember, Jesus never sinned. He did not belong in hell. He's the second Adam, born of the Virgin Mary, who fulfilled all the law. He died on the cross and went to hell to complete the atonement for our sins. He became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God. And it says that in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. You see, this way, in exchange, by faith, he became our sin, and we become his righteousness. I call this the divine exchange. In truth, it really tricked Satan. This brings us to what happened next. Two tremendous things in Sheol, also known as Hades, and we call it hell. One, he made a show of them openly, and two, he led captivity captive. 
Colossians chapter 2 verse 15 says, And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Now, understanding that the principles and powers are the rulers and authorities of the kingdom of Satan in hell, let's analyze this first event. The King James Version says he spoiled them and made a show of them openly, triumphing over them. The New King James Version says he disarmed them, made a public spectacle of them. The English Standard Version says he put them to open shame. And the Amplified says he made a bold display and public example of them. And finally, the Message Version says he stripped all the spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority at the cross and marched them naked through the streets. (laughs) Wow, you see what this was? This was a parade in hell, and Jesus was the grand marshal. Better than that, he was and is the king of all kings. The Holman New Testament commentary has this to say. Historically, it was typical after a king won a significant military victory to bring back the spoils of war, including enemy prisoners, to display to his people. In addition, however, if there were any of his own soldiers whom the enemy had previously captured, the victorious king would bring them back and parade them before the home crowd. These were often referred to as recaptured captives, prisoners who had been taken prisoner again by their own king and then given freedom. It was a great honor to release these captives. David pictures God ascending to heaven after having been victorious against his earthly enemies and freeing those who had been captive to the forces of evil. That's a great quote. I'd love to see a movie made about this. This is what I would call, In Your Face, Satan. Yes, Jesus went to hell, into the lower parts of the earth. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 8 through 10 says, Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this, quote, he ascended, unquote, what does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. So we're talking about the immediate and present hell being Sheol in the Hebrew and Hades in the Greek, and it's located in the center of the earth. The Berean Bible Society says this, It is clear from these examples that Sheol is not simply the grave, but is located at the center of the earth and is the abode of the souls of the unrighteous dead who are awaiting their resurrection unto condemnation. It is equally clear that those in Sheol, also known as Hades, are not in an unconscious state of existence, but are quite aware of what's going on around them. There is memory, recognition, and communication there. The Spirit-Filled Life Bible says, With reverence to the view that he descended into hell, there is no biblical support for the notion that Jesus suffered in hell, only that he descended to Sheol to release the righteous dead into eternal glory, proclaiming the adequacy of the atonement and validating the testimony of the prophets. Wow. And yes, the first event is he made a show of them openly. And then the second event is he led captivity captive. Not only did Jesus grand marshal an open parade of defeat over Satan and his kingdom, he then led all the believers in the past paradise, known as Sheol and Hades, to the immediate and present paradise we call heaven. 
the Berean Bible Society says this, that paradise was moved to heaven is confirmed to us by the Apostle Paul, who speaks of a man who was caught up into paradise where he heard unspeakable words. That's from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 3 and 4. With Jesus Christ's work complete, the believers who had been confined to Sheol, also known as Hades, were now taken to heaven to wait in God's presence until the time of their resurrection to enter his kingdom on earth. Since that time, at death, all believers go to paradise in heaven to await the time of their resurrection. Now let's think about this. The second criminal was on his cross next to Jesus. He stated his faith in Christ and asked for help. Jesus told him not to worry. Within a few hours, he was immediately in comfort in paradise, also known as Abraham's bosom. And it's very likely he saw the first criminal on the other side of the great gulf in torment and flames. Then he watched a parade of justice led by the king of kings for all the believers who died since the creation of man. This was a parade of triumph in front of Satan, all his kingdom, Abraham, and all those who died in faith. Then, on the third day, being Sunday, he watched Jesus release all the righteous captives from paradise in hell and led them all to the paradise in heaven. He was truly following the footsteps of Christ. I think that would have been a great journey to take. We would call that a fascinating three-day cruise. If I were a movie maker, I would title it The Criminal's Cruise. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 10 says, He who descended is also the one who ascended far above the heavens that he might fill all things. What did Jesus fulfill? He fulfilled the law. Matthew chapter 5 verse 17 through 18 says, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy but to fulfill. For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Yes, God raised Jesus from the dead far above all power, might, and dominion. Listen to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 through 21. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Jesus rescued all the believers who previously died in faith and led them from the past paradise, being Abraham's bosom, which was in Sheol, also known as Hades, to the immediate and present paradise in heaven. Now, when a believer dies, they are immediately in the presence of the Lord in heaven. Now, I have a chart for this, and if you would like to see this in a chart, please write to me at Pastor Jim, P-A-S-T-O-R-J-I-M, at TMH, which stands for The Master's House, TMH, and then the word now, N-O-W dot org. Again, that's Pastor Jim at TMH, N-O-W dot org. Write to me and I'll send you this lesson with the chart. So there's no more gulf in the immediate and present hell for all who reject faith in Christ and die in their sins. This is a good point to mention again. It is not God's will that anyone go to hell. But it is his will that we have freedom of choice to make our own decision. He sent his son Jesus to fulfill the law of punishment for us so we don't have to. 
The next few end-time events dictate what happens in the immediate present paradise, the immediate and present hell, and the future and final hell. These events are the rapture of the church into the immediate and present paradise, being heaven, the tribulation period on earth, the second coming of Christ with us following him, the Antichrist and the false prophet are thrown into the lake of fire, being the final and future hell, Satan is thrown into the bottomless pit for a thousand years, which is the immediate and present hell, and Jesus rules on earth with us as the king of kings for a thousand years, being the millennium. Satan is released from the bottomless pit. He tries to attack us and get those that are living during the millennium to follow him. Well, God sends fire from heaven and devours Satan and throws him into the lake of fire, which is the final and future hell. God gathers all those who rejected faith and their salvation through Christ and judges them accordingly. They are sent to the lake of fire, which is the final and future hell. And then God establishes a new earth and a new city called the New Jerusalem. All those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life enter the new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem for eternity. Well, our time is up once again. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same channel. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.